0: Welcome to the podcast episode zero to whoever is listening, um, which is probably either no one or maybe one person being either me or Matt because we don't have any listeners yet. I guess what I will do is post this to our um uh, site and get it uploaded to um iTunes, etc. um just so we have some content up there. Um so maybe we should talk about something that's of interest to the rest of the world.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know, man. It's pretty. It's pretty sad times. It's all I. Get. It's all I get when I reach out to people these days. Is you know, have things? And there's a lot of downcast looks. And so I mean, I you know, I'm just happy to have stuff to do. So that, you know, like I said, I've, I've been looking forward to chatting to you today and doing something fun and, and different and, um, uh, you know, I think a lot of people at work are probably just trying to keep busy and ignore what's going on outside the cubicle or the office door. Well, it's a good time to do science, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, it, it is that, does it work like that? It, because it, it's like, <laughs> it's like, well, we can't afford to do science right now and, you know, th- three or four years ago, no one had time to do science. So, I <laughs> um, so yeah. The yeah, benefit of, so
0: uh, of running your own gig is that uh, you never have any money. And so when you have exactly zero money coming in, you just call that R&D <laughs> time. <laughs> um, so we've been, we've been doing plenty of science over here at Sandstone Oil. Uh, we've been doing some research in, uh, in basis pursuit inversion. Uh, some I don't I don't really know what where the research is going to go, but we're thinking uh, at some point of taking it into the like I say seismic uh, pre-stack seismic inversion domain or into the uh, seismic compression domain. Um, so I'm pretty excited about it. I don't know anything about basis pursuit, so it's a huge learning experience for me. Um, but we just hired a new intern who is super smart, and super hardworking. So um, We'll be able to at least flesh out some ideas, if not, uh, hopefully get some results. Yeah, cool. So I've
1: I've heard of I've heard of matching pursuit. Um, uh, uh, so it, as a sort of um, a frequency analysis method, uh, you know, dictionary-based rather than a sort of Fourier-based um, way to get at this. Sp- spectrum of your data. What, can, can you give me the kind of what on earth basis pursuit is at a really...
0: Is so, it a high level or a low
1: level? <laughs> Down at my low level.
0: Basis um, pursuit is more of a conceptual idea than it really is like an algorithm. Um, matching pursuit accomplishes many of the same tasks that basis pursuit algorithms could, could tackle. Uh, but um, rather than doing some sort of uh, data-driven uh, monitoring and trying to match, uh, say, a filter to your data, uh, what you're trying to do with your, with your uh, basis pursuit, um, step number one, is, is uh, represent your signal in such a way that you have less dimensionality in your signal. If you think about a, a sine wave you have that, that you've measured with a digital instrument, you, you may have thousands of, of sample points in time. But all you really need to represent that same sine wave is the amplitude, frequency and phase. And so the ultimate, uh, the ultimate basis is those three measurements rather than a string of time values, uh, amplitude values and time.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I I mean, but that's like Fourier, that's what the Fourier transform does, right? It reduces the data or you can think of it as reducing the data to a bunch of coefficients. So what, what does, I guess what's the approach that is basis pursuit also using a kind of dictionary of filters of like you know Morlet wavelets or something like that to match against what what are the coefficients that you end up with I guess
0: sure um, you must you you have to pick some sort of dictionary to represent your your data uh, but the the ultimate goal with doing a uh, basis pursuit uh, type of algorithm and especially in the case of of compression is that you strive for an optimal representation of your signal. So rather than in Fourier, you know, you say, uh, this is what we're, how we're going to represent our signal. We're trying to figure that out. Um, yeah,
1: right.
0: So right. it's pretty exciting stuff and I, I don't know. Um, it'll be a fun thing to work on.
1: Very
0: cool. How about you, man? Have you been doing any, uh, R and D type of development stuff?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. I, I was doing something very stupid. Uh, Well, so someone asked us recently, can can you make us a plot like the good old days where you had wiggle traces um, and a side label and, you know, some bits and bobs that I might put on a, like you would have on a piece of paper. And they wanted to give it to their clients as a sort of, um, well, I I didn't ask too many questions. We were like, yeah, sure, we, we have a thing that kind of does that. You know, basically just read a segue file and make a plot. And um, so we we got that out, that script from I don't know, whenever we built that a couple of years ago, dusted it off, um, made it do some just little things like add a amplitude little histogram and a little spec, you know, average spectrum and the color bar, um, wiggles or variable density, that kind of stuff. And um, they were like, yeah, that's, that's cool. And, and I put it on. I think I put a screenshot on Twitter, sort of like an old school seismic display. Check it out, you guys. And it's it's in GitHub as well. Um, size plot, it's called. Cool. And someone was like, oh, all it needs is some crayon scribblings and a, and a coffee cup stain. And it's, uh, and it's a classic. So I was like, oh, yeah, that would be really cool. <laughs> that would be really cool. So last night, I was putting um, some kind of stained paper with, like, fold marks. In a sort of transparent oval (laughs) And you can specify the number of coffee cup rings you want in a config file. And (laughs) so now my goal is to have this like seismic, uh, 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 (laughs) like a plot as a service where. So the dream is you take a. So so there's, there's another backstory here that I won't go into right now, but the dream is you take a picture of some data with your phone. And it turns the picture into digits in a Segway file, which it emails a link to you for, and you can download your Segway file. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Uh, and then two weeks later, in the post, you get like a a plot with coffee cup stains on it <laughs> and a, maybe my crayon scribblings um, for free. <laughs> anyway, I like it. Um, so yeah. I know a lot of the
0: stuff you do is open source. Do you have this thing online somewhere we can check it out?
1: Yeah, uh, github.com slash agile dash geoscience, uh, and it's called size sizeplot, um, so it's, it's, it's just a script basically right now, but I did push that, even though GitHub was down for four hours last night, I did push that uh, update before I went to bed. Tragedy, how did you survive? I know, uh, well, hey, distributed repositories, we okay. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I like it. Cool. Cool. Um, so uh, I actually saw your post on Twitter, and I thought it was hilarious with the uh, folded paper stain right. thing. And uh, I, I love it. I've got a map rack here sitting next to me full of about 100 old 2D lines that are exactly the same. I've even got some transparency plot from from way back in the 80s, I guess. Uh, and just, That's awesome. It's, it's, uh, it takes you back to the good old days, I guess. Really, before my time.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so I mean, the other end, like I sort of alluded to just now, the other end is to start with those things mm. and get to data. Um, and uh, is have I put this out there? I don't think I have, but I I built this little thing called uh, I think you can go to dot Elasticbeanstalk. Com. Uh, so A-G-E-O-B-O-T. And um, and that's a little bot sitting there on Elastic Beanstalk, which is Amazon's um, sort of bit like Google App Engine. You can run apps on there. And the idea is that you, you send you. It's only got a web interface. There's no like user interface to this thing. So it's just a web API. You send the URL of an image of some seismic data and some sort of rectangle that represents where the data is, Mm -hmm. and it will turn it into digits and make a segway file for you. Uh, Now, so I'd like to be able to sort of generalize that and actually automatically detect the data area, uh, which would be kind of cool, and maybe rectify it if it's not rectangular. So if you've taken a picture of a seismic line from an angle, you should be able to like author rectify it. um, and this is actually a real, a real. Thing. So then, the, so that's kind of a silly uh, thing. There is one interesting problem there, though, actually, um, which is if it's not a grayscale color bar, if you, if it's a variable density display with like a red blue color bar, how can you reasonably back out the data uh, from it? You remember that came up at the hackathon. One of the teams was working on that. Uh, and, and the other tricky thing to do, I think even a harder problem, is what do you do if it's a, a wiggle display? Sure. Um, so, so You've you got some sort of tricky uh, image processing to do in that case. But, yeah, I, you know, so part of, like this is the sort of silly stuff, and people have solved these problems probably, and you can pay probably, I don't know, not very much money to get seismic data scanned. But I do like, I like this sort of... Um, idea that there can be a world of little little apps around the web you can like send you a bit of data here and get this plot and get that bit of analysis done over there and you know do a transform over here um, so these are all just part of that imaginary ecosystem stains as a service <laughs> yes <laughs> excellent
0: I think that the uh, call an, call an expert or, or... Consult out a one data uh, panel at a time model is, is an excellent thing to do, especially for testing. Um, so if you're a QC consultant or an interpreter or something, and you want to try out an idea, uh, to see if it'll fix your data. Historically, you've had to take the whole thing to a processor on a hard drive and get them to do this. Uh, doing test panels uh, is... Easy, you know those those are lightweight pieces of data, and um, it's cheap to, to try little processes on on each one of those things. Yeah, totally. So let me uh, let me get us out of the science talk for now and get us into the what the heck are we doing here section of the episode zero, uh, where we have to figure out a couple of um, logistical details. So if we've managed to hang on to anybody listening for the 14 minutes now that we've been talking, uh, I would be shocked, uh, but uh, if you're still interested and you have an awesome show name for us to use, uh, send it over to Matt or I's Twitter accounts, which we'll post on the the website, um, which I guess also brings me to the point, I need to post this thing on the website. So we're going to host... Each one of these episodes, as they come along, on uh, G R A H A M G A N S S L E G-R-A-H-A-M-G-A-N-S-S-L-E.com. You can navigate over to podcasts to find the episodes, and I'll include relevant show information in the notes there. We'll also host a Google Drive repository with uh, Matt and I's whimsical musings before the show began, and uh, that will be open to the public if you guys want to contribute information or ask questions or anything like that. Um, So we have been, Matt and I have been talking, tossing around the idea of integrating a Slack based forum or community uh, to discuss some of the ideas that we bring up on the show and source ideas for us to bring up on the show. Uh, Matt, have you thought any further about how you want to uh, integrate that?
1: Um, No. (laughs) I guess, um, I I mean, I I really like Google Docs. I really like being able to just, like, throw things in. Um, You know, I don't see why all of it wouldn't just be open. So, (laughs) well, I guess I can't imagine someone wanting to read things. But maybe if someone wanted to bring something to our attention, to cover a bit of news, they could throw it in but more likely just to see the links afterwards to things that we've been talking about. Um, yeah, which reminds me, I should probably keep it open right now so that if other things come up, I can add them as they do. Um, but yeah, you know, it, uh, being as interactive as possible is is cool. And then also we know where to go when in a year we're going, hey, we talked about that, right? What was that? Because um, I do that increasingly frequently. <laughs> well, okay, we're
0: going to... Um... We're going to do all of this stuff, include links to everything we talk about. And the Slack channel that we're going to use is the software underground, which is swung, S-W-U-N-G um, So go check it out. Go sign up. How do they do that, Matt? How do they sign uh, up?
1: Well, actually, um, there is a special little site called swung.rocks, So swan.rocks, and you can sign up for the Slack channel right there, and then I don't need to approve it or anything like that. It just pops up.
0: Excellent. Okay, I've got it here. We'll put that in the show notes, too. Um, So I guess (laughs) we should toss around some ideas about names here so I can post at least this one episode so people can listen to it. Uh, And iTunes requires us to have a name, even if it's only temporary. Um, we had a list up there of my like three bad suggestions, my favorite of which was explorations. Did you come up with something?
1: I, 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 did, I did not. <laughs> Way to contribute, buddy.
0: Okay, I'm going right, to. All right, I'll open the list here so you can hear all of my bad suggestions. Uh, literally, the first one on there is G and G, which is absolutely horrid um Technoil techno oil rocket the hydrocarbon these are all miserable I, <laughs> just,
1: okay well um, you're, you see you're, you're, you're going down the um, uh, what are they there must be a name for this like their hairdresser syndrome or something where hairdressers apparently can't resist using some kind of pun as the name of their establishment That's right <laughs> Uh, there's a chip shop here now too called uh, Oh My Cod. I guess that's maybe maybe it's chip shop syndrome. Um, but yeah, uh, Kate, okay, carry on. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. These are excellent, Graham.
0: That's it. All of them,
1: literally. Oh, that was all,
0: all of my bad suggestions. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Expirations. Uh, See, I, if G and G, if my name began with G, then G and G would actually be awesome. Yes. Uh, so I could change it, I guess. Please do. <laughs> seems like a high price to pay
0: (laughs) oh come on come on graham's a great name you change it my name uh all right well whatever we'll come up with a show name for the uh zero listeners we have left now after 18 minutes uh we'll come up with a show name we'll put it on the uh software underground and uh if anybody doesn't like it uh too bad or send us suggestions, and maybe we'll change it. If you can come up with, <laughs> this is If you can come up with something better than my crappy suggestion, <laughs> we'll change it. Um, we had a list of stuff to to go over on the phone today, uh, and some of it was actually all the stuff Matt came up with is actually pretty interesting. Um, it's been my inclination to keep this thing to twenty minutes because I hate listening to long podcasts, especially an hour long. Um, but we've just been kind of blathering on about nothing for 20 minutes now do you think we should extend this thing to 30 minutes
1: uh, I, I mean i think maybe what maybe one thing we could do is just uh find out who, who the hell you are um and, and who the hell i am mm. I, like wh- where are you anyway probably should have opened with that i guess no, uh, no i i think it was fun opening with what we opened with but um but I am interested in, because I actually don't know you all that well. We only met, um, you know, we met online. It's very romantic. It was. Uh, before the hackathon, and be, be in connection with the hackathon, because you uh, were, you are in New Orleans, uh, New Orleans, where the hackathon was, and that's where that's where we met, and you very kindly came along and spent two whole days with us and helped judge the hackathon, and um, And stuff, and there was a bit of a, you know, a bit of a connection there, bit of a, bit of a spark, and so I was very happy to uh, continue the chat. And then when you suggested getting together for a podcast, I thought, awesome! But um, yeah, where where are you right now? I see you're in an office.
0: That's correct. So
1: uh, while you guys
0: are uh, listening along, Matt has to suffer this displeasure of of actually watching my face on a video chat while we we do this thing. Um, But uh, he mentions I'm in an office and yes, he's correct. I'm in New Orleans. My uh, home base is here, uh, though we have some little satellite locations here and there. And um, I am a geophysicist, um, trained uh, educated or whatever in in mathematics and f- in pure physics. Um, and uh, I kind of I, I got into the industry when I was um, when I was in my undergraduate degree, in fact, and taught myself geology along the way. And it turns out that I actually really like remote sensing problems, and seismic data is a huge, huge, awesome experiment because there's so much data out there, and it's, uh, it's high density. So basically, um, I've got a little consulting company called Sandstone Oil, and we do geophysical consulting. We also do geologic consulting and, uh, and even financial consulting on, on a lot of these um, smaller um, oil asset acquisition deals. Um, Matt mentions the hackathon, which was here in New Orleans, sponsored by his company, Agile Geoscience. Uh, And it was pretty awesome. Uh, We got together for a couple of days and messed around with code on computers and and made some geophysical applications. Um, But I don't know what else
1: it is you guys do. (laughs) It's actually the most common question I get is, what what, what do you guys do? Um, yeah, we so Agile, we're sort of trying to reinvent ourselves a little bit, I, I, I guess, um, you know, with this downturn, um, you know, just sort of bringing home that we we're pretty focused in one industry and pretty focused on doing subsurface consulting. Um, Although I was also doing some consulting around like knowledge sharing and that kind of more corporate-y stuff. But um, yeah, we're sort of moving more towards technology development and software and the web, that kind of thing. Um, And yeah, a lot of people might know us through the blogging that we do. Uh, We've been pretty pretty horrible at blogging uh, for the last few months with this sort of I don't know. My attention, I guess, being taken up by these other by these other things and this transition I was just talking about. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm up here in Nova Scotia, Canada, on the east coast of Canada, and um, uh, I work with a couple other people. Evan Bianco, uh, my co-blogger and uh, agile awesomist. He's in Halifax, Nova Scotia. We also have another guy in 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 Halifax, uh, front end web developer. And then my wife works for agile doing stuff to do with the publishing that we do, the website and the books that we make. And, um, and then we use a chap in Vancouver, Ben and Bauer, who is... Uh, well, he's, he's now a geophysicist, um, but has a physics background and is an awesome coder. So there's the five of us hacking around on things, and we're super busy right now, which is fantastic. Um, you know, a few months ago, I was it was different, um, but twenty sixteen so far has been awesome. So yeah, I'm looking forward to a good, a good year, and yeah, I'm looking forward to doing more of these. Cause it's fun chatting about random geophysics stuff. <laughs> I've, I have a bunch of kind of office mates here, but nobody else does geoscience. So
0: ah, I see. Um, Yeah, I think, is it a, I looked you up online there, is it a uh, a co-working space that you have up in uh, Nova Scotia?
1: Yeah, exactly. uh, So I'm in a town of about a thousand people. Um, It's a small, kind of sleepy, uh, ex-fishing, ex-boat building kind of village. Now it's mostly tourism in the summer. And... um, Yeah, a few of us, excuse me, got together and founded a a co-working space. So it's essentially a shared office, but with frills. So you know, a bit of community events and um, just chilling out together. It's mostly, actually, mostly guys, mostly young. uh, Well, I say young people about my age, (laughs) small kids and so on. So we all have a lot in common. Um, And yeah, it's, it's sort of just nice to have other people. To see it work every day, even if we don't actually work together. Yeah, I wish.
0: Uh, so I actually, um, I I have a another uh, small uh, company, and we're we're kind of distributed around the U.S. and, in fact, uh, in some na- neighboring countries. And uh, so most of my meetings and things are uh, through the web on on Google Hangouts and things like this. Um, right. I'm sure, as you do, uh, I have to travel to Houston a bunch to do uh, to meet with uh, actual physical human beings, <laughs> and uh, that keeps me on my toes. I guess I like to. It's close enough from New Orleans that I can drive, uh, but many times I'll just go for a day on a on a plane, and um, yeah, keeps me uh, keeps me busy. Nice. Um, so we are wrapping up our our 30 minute allotment so um, I guess uh, to kind of clean up the end of this show uh, we'll just uh, we'll just wrap it up here on this first call but uh, I can make things nice and insert audio at the end and even at the beginning or whatever uh, if someone would be kind enough to design some sort of audio or music little jingle thing that we put in I don't know maybe we'll get to that later Um, The eventual goal uh, here for uh, Matt and I is to get a guest every week to discuss their expertise in whatever field that is. And um, we're certainly not going to limit you guys to having to hear us uh, drone on about uh, geophysics stuff. So we'll um, get people from across the industry and hopefully outside of the industry too. Um, I'd like to I know Matt would love to speak with software developers, and uh, I've seen enough code, though I'm not an amazing coder, to to, uh, hold a conversation, so we'll do some of that. We'll talk to some folks who are more into the financial side of the oil business. Uh, I'd like to talk to weird mathematicians, mostly techie guys, I don't know, whoever we can get. If you're listening to this still after 30 minutes and you want to be on a show, (laughs) give me a holler. We'll have you on.